Thank you for tuning in to The Grammar of Grief with your host, Uma Girish, the show that is dedicated to creating a safe space to discuss the big life questions around grief, loss, death, and dying. Now, here's your host, Uma Girish. Welcome, welcome. So happy you're tuning in at this time. In today's episode, I would love to share some thoughts with you about the seven truths that children teach us about grief and loss. Children are untainted souls. They bring such a freshness and open curiosity to life and death that we have lost as adults. And this is illustrated in this very cute story that I'm about to share with you. So five-year-old Kate had a little worm that lived in, in the backyard in a little box. One morning, five-year-old Kate, up, Kate woke up to find the worm dead. Well, her dad discovered it before she did, and he wondered how to break the news to his little girl. So, when Kate came along, he said, Sweetheart, the, the worm, um, it, um, it wasn't feeling so good, and its body, um, well, you know how... And Kate stopped him right there and she said, Dad, did the worm die? <laughs> Isn't that a cute story? Children just say it like it is. While her father fumbled and faltered and failed, here was five-year-old Kate who just innocently spoke the words that her father had been dreading. So what's the first truth that kids teach us about navigating the space of grief and loss? There's no shame around feelings. Kids feel everything that comes up. They rage, cry, laugh. They feel sad and everything in between. They simply feel what rises up without overthinking it, analyzing it, judging or criticizing. So they teach us that life and death would be so much simpler if we approached our feelings the same way without feeling like we have to do something or we shouldn't feel something or this isn't an appropriate expression, overthinking, judging, blaming. Just feel what rises up. It's so much easier. Number two, live in the moment. Children don't know what it means to live in the past or the future. They don't have a whole lot of past to reference and they're not really concerned about what's happening next week. As long as they can play a video game, go to Ethan's house for a sleepover or eat an ice cream right now in this moment. What's happening right here right now is all that they're concerned with. And by doing so, they remind us that our power only exists in the here and now. Whereas we adults have a past and a future to reference, the action we take is most powerful when we know we are living in the moment and we have the power to create a new outcome by choosing to do something powerfully and differently. Number three, speak your truth. Children don't cover up, they don't pretend or deny or push reality away. They simply tell the truth about what they see, hear, feel and know. Adults, on the other hand, have become so layered that we are lost under all the masks we've become used to wearing. 
we are so caught up in being somebody else being something else trying to conform trying to fit in that sometimes we forget what is real children on the other hand have such a refreshing sense of honesty about the world and this is what keeps their lives pretty uncomplicated and that's a really valuable lesson we can learn from number 4 it's okay to laugh children simply don't have the ability to stay stuck in any one emotion for a long stretch of time so maybe a grandmother died and they miss grandma and cry because they won't see her again but moments later they're giggling about something really silly and they have no judgment about the fact that they're having fun grieving adults on the other hand oftentimes deprive themselves of the healing power of laughter because they believe they shouldn't be smiling they shouldn't be laughing they shouldn't be having a good time with their friends they're supposed to be lost and stuck in sadness when a loved one is no longer in their lives number 5 play is how children grieve children don't have the words to clearly express what they're feeling when a sibling parent friend or grandparent dies their feelings emerge through clay paint puppet making and various other kinds of creative expression and they remind us that nothing is more healing than the creative spirit this is true for us too not just kids but so often we limit ourselves by declaring that we are not creative we are not good at drawing or writing we don't know how to do xyz what's important is not how well we do something it's just important that we show up and do it sometimes all it takes is a few random strokes or slashes of color on canvas and that can convey a depth of emotion we have no words for so creativity is really healing to the spirit and children teach us how important it is to stay attuned to your creative spirit number 6 it's okay not to have the answers children don't know everything that's why they ask a lot of questions but as adults we've become obsessed with this idea that we need to have all the answers if you tell a child that you don't know the answer to a question they're asking you they're fine with that but we think when we figure something out we will be at peace and somehow we bring that idea into the space of death and we feel that when i have all the answers when i can figure this out when i have some degree of closure then i will feel okay unfortunately life and death are big mysteries there are no pretty little answers and neat endings Just as kids live in the questions, we must too, because it's open curiosity that keeps the spirit alive. And finally, number seven, children teach us that the human spirit is resilient. There are so many examples of children who demonstrate tremendous resilience in the face of unspeakable tragedies. Now, as parents, we want to protect our kids from the harsh realities of life. Children need good role models more than they need protection. If a parent shows them how to live and laugh and love again through laws, that's what they learn to embody. 
If the parent, on the other hand, shuts down and does not give them permission to feel, that is who they grow up to become, emotionally unavailable adults. So, part of the human experience is the fact that we can't keep our kids safe at all times. A better question to ask yourself is, how can I model openness, vulnerability and courage? So, the next time a child asks you a big life question like, where, where do babies go when they die? Or where did daddy go? Don't fret about having to protect them from the truth. When you can be honest with them, your honesty will go a long way in teaching them the value of trust. They can handle it. The question is, can you? If you found this podcast episode useful, do share it with friends and your community. Let's get more people listening to the grammar of grief as a way to find a measure of peace in the space of this difficult journey they're walking on. I'm so grateful for you and I want you to know that I truly appreciate your being a listener of this podcast. Take care. Until I see you next time, be well. Thank you for listening to The Grammar of Grief with Uma Girish. If you enjoyed the program, please leave a review and rating on iTunes. Connect with Uma at www.umagirish.com. That's U-M-A-G-I-R-I-S-H.com for grief guidance and inspiration.